Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't mind. No problem at all. What you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And as far as what you need to know, here she comes, the queen, at U-N-E-E-Q underscore Laura. Thank you, Cap. I appreciate that. And thank you for chatting on my social. Please follow me. Anyways, I saw this story yesterday and it made my heart really happy. And I could not wait to share this with you guys. And uh, Funchy is right there with me. Disneyland announced that they're starting on September 12th. Um, they're going to put more liquor in their restaurants. Three different restaurants to be specific, the Carnation Cafe on Main Street, the River Bell Terrace in Frontierland, and Cafe Orleans in the New Orleans Square will start serving beer, wine, and specialty cocktails. Again, that all starts September 12th, so right around the corner, kind of. I Listen, I love Disney. Everybody knows this, but I hate that I can only drink in two places. Oga's, which is by Star Wars Land, and Club 33, which I have not been able to get into, so if anybody has a plug Hey, King. Hey, Queen. Let your girl know. So those are the only two places that I knew alcohol. Uh, Isn't this great now? Laura doesn't have to sneak in her alcohol anymore. I don't sneak in my alcohol. Come on, don't girl. Be, you bring no. you bring a flask with you? No. Come on, for I real. I do not big, do anything. Big water bottle full of vodka. Never. Never. I do not do any of that. Please big one. do not listen big to one. this man. Like I do big not do that. Big liter full I buy of my liquor. vodka. I buy my liquor. Okay. And when I wanted liquor, I would just go to DC. Disney security, look out for her. Seriously. But why though? Like, why is it that Disney? And I'm just asking because I don't know. But why huh? is it that that there's so such a small amount of liquor? In fact, I can't even think of ever being at a time where I've been at Disney and I've drank, really, or even thought about having a drink. Have you ever gone to Disney World? That's yes. a whole different ballgame. Because, like, I was going to say, Epcot Center um, has all those World Pavilions. Yeah, like beers of the and world. Every or single something? one yeah. of them has alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I was pleasantly surprised, so I was finally able to get into the Blue Bayou because it's really hard to get reservations in there. Mm-hmm. And they had wine and beer, and I mentioned it to somebody here, and they're like, whoa, we didn't know that. Is so that I don't the know one if that's in the Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. Okay, yes. got it. The food was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so now, you know, parents, I know a lot of times that they were like, uh, either, you know, I'm not saying that people sneak in alcohol because I don't know about that. I'm not saying people do that, but they would go to DCA and get, you know, their margaritas or whatever, their micheladas, depending where you are and what you want. But now, you know, you can go to the restaurants there and get some liquor at Disneyland. Yeah, I'm just thinking about what's the uh, what's the restaurant when you're in California Adventure and you're over by, like you walk across the bridge and you're going over to the big- Yeah, on the right-hand the, side. What's yeah. that restaurant? I right forgot there? what it's called, but, yeah. I, but I've been there. And yeah. the Pixar Pier? Which one are you I talking know, about? Do they not serve booze of any kind? Yeah, they serve booze there. 
In that little square or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. restaurant that's like by the yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. But that's DCA. It's like so a it's Ariel's Grotto. Oh. Ariel's, yeah, Ariel's Grotto, I believe. There you go. Yeah, but so this is the Disneyland Park. DCA, which is Disney California Adventure, they're they're the, the booze one. So, oh. you know, if you want to go get drinks, that's usually where you go. At Disneyland, the only Ogas has drinks and you can't take them out of that cantina which is by the Star Wars land and then Club 30 you know way too much about Disneyland girl <laughs> I, I, I was just gonna say it's unbelievable man. it's un, it's honestly like I'm, I mean like this girl and goes I mean to that Disneyland like so it, like, often it's incredible I, I I have no idea what you're talking about like I just go Ogres. there and I I just you know you've when never I, been to the cantina oh I have but oh, when okay. I get there I just like I figure it out when I get there. I don't like remember it like, 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 <laughs> like, like she's park hopping based on where she can get drinks. Yeah. That's true. This girl. Yeah. I mean, it's I y'all not lying. Like, listen, if I'm gonna go to the park and it's hot, I'm gonna drink. And they have a really good candy uh, cane, candy some candy cotton candy mimosa. Oh, is that the, also that vodka in your pocket too. Yeah. No, ain't nobody have no vodka. See, this is why we can't Disney security. We cannot progress as people, Funchy. You out here, brown and black time. Like, let's not, no. That, I do See, not do that. Hey, white people be seeking in stuff, too, so, See, hey, we can't it's not a racist thing. Anyways, no. there's more liquor in Disneyland. Cappy, do you know what's on ESPN right now? You know, George, I think I'm watching the same thing you're watching. You Singles watching Pickleball, which you oh. ridiculed me, said oh. that didn't exist. Oh, I wanted, I thought you were watching Slamball. No. I'm watching, uh, I'm watching H, uh, ESPN2. I'm watching Slamball. Oh, yeah, Pickleball. One-on-one yeah. Pickleball. Singles Pickleball. You ridiculed me, said that it didn't I did. exist. I did. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's also what you need to know. Mm-hmm. On that top of Laura's uh, Disneyland alcohol trails. <laughs> also, at Disneyland. Just saying. My father's been out here visiting me, George. Yeah. And he's been going to the local pickleball club. Yeah. And he said he can't believe how many people, like his age, I mean, people in their late 60s, he's in his mid-70s, who almost come to blows at pickleball games. Like, you know how, like, you go to a pickup basketball game in a park and guys yell at each other, foul, foul. That's not a foul. It is a foul. Hey. Like, people are, like, yelling at each other angrily and, like, nearly coming to blows on the pickleball courts. Yeah. I believe it. Bunch of octogenarians that want to kick each other's asses. That's great. These guys take it seriously, man. Yeah, listen, you, you know, you can, you can only, you can't change. Uh, what is it? Which is the one that has stripes? Is it a tiger? Tiger yeah. has enough stripes, right? I don't. know. What are you trying to say here, George? Well, you can't change a tiger's stripes, right? That's, oh. Yeah. I just remember which animal it was. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. So, I do have a bone to pick with you. A bone, uh, mm-hmm. like a. Mm-mm. I was going to say something, but I, I I refrained. Wow, good job by you. Yeah, but I I feel like we were just about to get to this Sean Payton thing. Yeah, so just remind me, I got a bone to pick with well, you. Well, just pal. just do it. You want me to pick it? Just go like let you do ask, your toenails. Let me ask you a question. You uh you start watching quarterbacks yet? Nope. Okay, because I started watching Oscar De La Hoya. Okay. I watched Oscar episode one. Right. If I had more time, I would have watched. Oscar episode And why didn't two. you have more time? Um, just the timing that I started on it. Just I've been watching it in smaller <laughs> clips, you know? And um, Did Rachel not like it? No, she hasn't watched it. Oh. But I'll tell you right now, it's uh, it's a story that I didn't know about Oscar De La Hoya. Right. It makes you feel like that Arnold doc is uh, PG rated. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like in some ways your criticism of the Arnold doc that it's, you know, it's, it's from him, so it's kind of like... It's, it's sort of his decision as to what is in it and how he describes the stories. I feel like Oscar is um, 
also kind of, I'll say, directing his own documentary, but he's unleashing everything. And it, it sounded from the beginning like, hey, I just have to get this off my chest, man. Like, I got to tell everybody the truth. I was shocked at the end of the first one, and I don't want to blow it for everybody. Yeah, but, but it, so then don't don't blow it. Just be no, careful. No, I won't. But it, it, it took me a second to catch up with, I told this great big lie, that, that I was living a lie. Right. And I was like, wait, what? You're living a lie? What lie? What, what lie are you living? And then he tells you, here's the big lie. Right. Well, he tells you in like the first few minutes. Yeah, but I, I feel like it for some reason in the latter part of the um of the first episode, it really kinda hit me as he described his whole life. This Oscar De La Hoya thing, I'll give you credit, man. It is really, really good. I'm really like sitting on the edge of my seat and they got me with the tease going into episode two where you see Oscar in the fishnet yeah. and his boxing gloves. Yep. And I'm like, Oh wait, wait, you're gonna tease me with that and I don't have time right now to watch yeah. episode two? A strip tease almost. Very good. It's, and now, the worst part, here's my bone that i got to pick with Oh, you. bone. So my father, who's visiting me. Right. Okay, who, who I don't know Did if he Did he watch this, it with you? No. Oh. We, so I started watching it last night. And now this, he wants to watch it. No. This oh. morning, he walks into my office. It's like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I'm picking it up from where I left it off last night. Right. So now he says to me, what are you watching? I say this Oscar De La Hoya thing. He goes, I don't know anything about it. I said, it's on HBO Max. You can watch it while you're here. Now, he has gone past me. He's watched the whole thing. He's now, he'll be you know, because of you, we lost a listener today, okay? All your fault. Charlie Kaplan? Right, who should be listening to this show right now, is now finishing episode two of Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, good for him. Do you know, by the way, that he was pinned last night? Wait, your dad was pinned? That's correct. In what sense? Well, last night at Danny Kay's, mm -hmm. the man who makes the decisions on who receives the official pin... Of the circle of trust, Casper mm. Villa mm -hmm. walked up to my father. Oh, I see. I thought you meant pinned like in wrestling. No, no. Like no, I no. thought it was like you know, like Hulk Hogan. You know, does the leg drop right? Right. And then all of a sudden, he cups his hand to his ear to one side of the ring rope, cups his hand to the ear to the other side of the ring rope, cups his hand to the ear to the other side, and then one more time for good measure. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's all over one, there. Two, three. And, and right. Yeah. It's right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Did he not get pinned by Hulk? Oh. Hulkamania was running wild last yeah. night at Danny Case. Oh, I mean, that's good, too. Don't get me wrong. But I just, that's why I was like, did he get hurt? Like, what no. happened here? He was pinned mm. by Casper Villa. Right. And now my father. Is part of the circle of trust because uh, you sent me a text, which mm -hmm. was funny because he hadn't done it yet. And you sent me a text saying, look at who the most recent person who applied for membership to the Circle of Trust is. And I sent you a screenshot. I'm like, this guy? I'm yeah. like, and it was like some random person that I, I didn't recognize. And you're like, no, my father. And I'm like, well, did you accept him already? Because I didn't I uh, accept him. I don't know how to accept him. I thought Casper helped him put in his application. Well, he did afterwards. And then after you hung up with me or stopped after you and I text that first initial time a few minutes later i looked at it again and he was there and then i said oh yeah i just let him let him in yeah so he got pinned yeah last night right uh he was wearing a black golf shirt that said espn 710 and right. the lakers right and on the collar casper put that gold pin welcoming him officially made him at the time george i don't yeah. know if you realize this he was an honorary member of the circle of trust right now he's official full on yeah there you he's have it official there you go all right everybody should join yeah. All right, coming up next, insanity, drama, 
Sean Payton is back. Speaking of wrestling, he's like a wrestling character. He's coming back to the NFL, just swinging at everybody, taking shots all over the place, and defending his boo's honor. And by boo, I mean Russell Wilson. (laughs) We'll get to all that coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Today is the greatest. Good song. I feel like Smashing Pumpkins was one of those bands that when they were hot, I wasn't that into them. Oh, I knew no, their stuff, I was but totally I was into, into them. them. I was see, like, I, 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 I was like in high now. school when they came out. Yeah, I like I like Smashing Pumpkins more now. Like when I hear their music now, I'm like, God, these guys are really good. Yeah, I, like I them loved now. them in high school. Yeah, they're good, man. What's the guy's name? Billy Corrigan is that his name? Yes, bald guy, lead singer. Yes, Billy Corrigan. Corrigan. Yeah. Yes. Not to be confused with Billy Corbin, the documentarian. How about James Corden, the late night guy? Correct. All three different people. Different dudes. Actually, look, com- all three of them look completely different mm-hmm. on top of that. So Should be easy to tell them apart. Yeah. You know, one what's guy. Bergie, what's Bergie doing with us on Sunday, on Saturday, you know? I don't know. Is he coming with us? Uh, I, just read, I just read yeah. the liner. Oh, oh is producing. he producing? Yeah. Oh. Nobody oh. wanted to work on Saturday with him. <laughs> I would have produced. Nobody asked. Bergie's like, I'll, I'll work. I don't Pay care. me. I'm down. She'll pay her. <laughs> pay that girl. And I see Aaron Donald. I get paid and I see him. Let's go. Let's go. Aaron Donald on Saturday. That's going to be fun. Behave, Cappy. Remember what do you mean behave? That's my man. That's my man. Just Morales and behave. I'm just reminding you. That's my pit football brother right there. Mm. See. God, I felt like such a jerk a couple of years ago. The, uh, the Rams were playing the Bills. And it, the Bills had at the time Shady McCoy. He was kind of their go-to guy, you know? And um, I talked to Shady the night before the game because I was doing one of those like CBS broadcasts, you know. Mm. And I said, um, "Hey, man, you know, tomorrow after the game, you know, it'd be really great if me, you, and AD could get a picture together on the field." And he's like, uh, "Okay, sounds good, man. Let's do it." And then I said to AD, "I go, hey, tomorrow after the game, do me a favor. Let's me, you, and Shady get a picture together. You know, like I'm an old guy from Pitt, and you guys are young dudes." And uh, so we said, "Okay, great." And then after the game, I want to say I think the Bills won the game. I have to go back and look. 
But I remember like one of them wasn't happy and one of them was, and I was like, hey guys, can we still get this picture? And I like honestly pulled them together and took the picture. <laughs> one of them was super stoked, ready to celebrate, and the other one was like, come on, dog, for real? It's a great picture. I like it. Yeah. I'm like sure as long as you like it, Cappy. I like the picture. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring maybe I'll bring A D a copy and I'll sign it for him. You'll sign it for him. Right. Right. What do you think about that? I'm sure he would enjoy that. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to print out a, a, a glossy 8x10 and go, yo, AD, you want me to sign this for you? <laughs> hey, I, I sent it to Shady. He already signed it. You want me to? And I'll sign Shady's name. You know? You want, to sign, you want me to sign this for you, bro? <laughs> really? You're going to forge somebody's signature. Well, you know, I don't know. Shady's usually in town now, isn't he? Maybe I can find him. Yeah. He's in L.A. a lot. Yo, LaShawn. He, uh, yeah, he, he works for Fox, doesn't he? I think so. Actually, I think my agent reps him. Oh, really? Do you want me to ask? Ask him. Ask him if he's around, if he can sign an autograph for Aaron Donald. Yeah. I'll ask real What's quick. What's your agent know? Say, yo, man, you got Shady McCoy? He said, yeah. yeah. Go, hey, can I get him to sign something for Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald wants his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to seriously text him? Yes, find out. FaceTime your agent. I'm not going to FaceTime him. FaceTime him. He'll answer if you call. No. no. My agent will not answer if I call. No, he'll answer if I call. He'll also be like, aren't you on, a, on the radio right now? He, that agent. would be his first. Are you on vacation or are you on the radio right now? I, I thought you were on vacation. You told me you were on vacation. No, I that, changed was, my vacation. that was Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, so Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Yo, Sean pa- I love this version of Sean Payton. <laughs> me too. So Sean Payton first started with him ripping Nathaniel Hackett, which, let's be honest, is kind of low-hanging fruit, right? Uh, and he basically said that, it wasn't, you know, the whole thing was a complete disaster last year. Worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. Correct, is what he said. That was mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's not Russ's fault. It was the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. Right. And, you know, he says there's a lot of talent on the team, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And is he wrong about that? Um, I, I, Cap, do you remember? I did week two in Denver, which was the week after the Seattle, crazy Seattle Monday Night Football loss. You remember that? The Seattle loss was when he sent out Brandon McManus to try like a 75-yard field goal rather than giving Russell Wilson a chance to throw to pick up like on fourth, like fourth and, and two or something, right? right. When, when his whole career stat line said that on fourth and short, he was like 65%. Right. So yeah. that was so that was week one, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that re- insane Monday Night Football game yeah. in Seattle? Right. And Russell Wilson and the Broncos, uh, you know, got beat because mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett was a dope. And I had to do week two, okay? So I did week two, and it was for ESPN Radio, and they were playing the Texans. So the assumption was, oh, the Texans stink. The Broncos are going to roll at home. Russ and those guys, they'll fix it. It'll be fine. So me and Mike Mayock, uh, formerly Raiders general manager and formerly before that of the NFL Network, Mm -hmm. are calling this game on ESPN Radio. I like Mike Mayock. Oh, he's incredible. Yeah, like, he's good. It was as I have never, first of all, he just was a incredible person to be around in mm-hmm. regards to just the storytelling, the knowledge. Like, it was second to none. I know Raider fans may have a different opinion of him, but my interaction with him could not have been better. Like, no, he was great. a genuinely nice human being. Oh, on yeah. Top but of remember, that. like, when he used to be on NFL Network as one of their, like, draft preview guys? Yeah. He was, was their Mel Kuyper, right? I was always kind of looking at him going, who is who is Mike Mayock? What are I, they never really understood his credentials. Right. And, man, I don't know if I really love this guy, but I'll tell you, man, off air in real life, in real person, you listen to him talk about the NFL, you're like, wow, 
This is a guy who really, really knows the league. Yeah. He played in the NFL yeah, for a few I, years. Yeah. I go, but I didn't really remember his career, you know? And I said, but man, he really knows the league. He studies. He knows his stuff. Because, you know, remember, I also worked with him in um, that Minnesota-New York football giant mm-hmm. uh, playoff game this mm-hmm. past year. So I hadn't seen him in a little while. Well, certainly before he took the, the Raiders job. But yeah. yeah, he's a good dude, Mike Mayock. I like him. Great dude. Great dude. So anyway, he, um, he and I do this game, and mm-hmm. it was a freaking disaster okay the, remind the, me of what happened the broncos won the... like 12 to 9 or something oh, like that yeah. and and by the way they weren't all field goals like they missed like they went for like a two-point conversion and couldn't convert it was a disaster and after the first quarter i think the texans might have been leading i'd have to go back and check um and it, they they booed him this is the home opener of nathaniel hackett and um and yeah, it was three three at the end of one. Three three. And they bore bo- like cascade of booze. Sixty thousand people. Boo Boo <laughs> Like it was I looked at Mayhawk and I'm like, have you ever seen anything like this after one quarter? He's like, Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I was the general manager of the Raiders. Right. So they and and now the Broncos ended up winning sixteen to nine. I had a great touchdown pat, uh, call between uh, Russell Wilson to one of the tight ends. Saubert uh, was his name. It, great, great, great call by me. It was uh, a great call by me. It yeah. wasn't a great throw by Russ. It no, wasn't great, a great, great catch throw. by the kid. Great throw too. It wasn't great pass. But a great protection. call by me. It was an amazing you call know, by I me. I am not really the guy to to- <laughs> like toot my own horn, but that one, I was like, that, I nailed that one. That's a good call. I nailed that one. I don't know who that guy is, but that's a damn good call. Oh, it's me. Yeah, I nailed that one. And I am generally not the guy that toots my own work. Mm-hmm. But the. Um, so anyway, it was a ter- So I-, I left that game, and we were all like going to the airport after that, and we were just talking like the crew. And we were like, "Oh man, this is going to be really bad. <laughs> this is going to be terrible." So when he says it's the worst coaching uh, performance he's ever seen, remember after that game, you and I did a show, and I said, "Cappy, I did this game." And he is the worst head coach I've ever seen in my entire life in football. You know, the thing is, is this, though. Um, it is true that, that Sean Payton becoming the Broncos coach and taking his shot at Nathaniel Hackett, you called it low-hanging fruit. That's what it is. See, when you're a smart head coach, you find ways to fire up your team, you know? And if you're Sean Payton, I'm not talking about firing him up like they're going to win the Super Bowl. Here's what Sean Payton is saying behind closed doors to his team. Hey, guys, uh, last year... That was an embarrassment. Every guy in here should be ashamed of themselves. But good news, fellas, it wasn't your fault. Right. I went back. I studied the film. I know every play. It was the worst coached team in the history of football. And by the way, I'm not telling you guys that. I'm telling everybody that. Right. So just so you guys know, you're all off the hook for last year. Last year's team is history. Okay. It's it's Nathaniel Hackett's fault. I'm going to call him out by name. And he did. So then he added on to this, okay, by then saying that they asked him, well, what do you think about him going to the Jets? And he said he basically implied that that thing is going to be a train wreck, too, that everyone thinks that's going to be smooth sailing, and he does not believe that that's the case. Well, I'll I'll say this. Here would be my bold prediction today. You ready? Yeah. I'll bet you the Jets win more games than the Broncos this year. Um, probably. And, and, And let me say this. Yeah. Sean Payton should really check himself. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. I haven't heard you check someone in a while. It's been a little while. Listen, let's just understand that Sean Payton is a lot of hype right now. Sean Payton 
is the same guy that Mike McCarthy is of the Dallas Cowboys. A guy who won a Super Bowl 10, 12, 13 years ago, never won one since. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees. McCarthy had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And all those guys have to show for it is one Super Bowl a generation ago. Now, Sean Payton's got Russell Wilson, a future Hall of Fame quarterback. So, hey, coach, I'll tell you what, man. You left coaching. You went to TV. You came back to coaching. You brought a little bit of the edge that you learned in broadcasting back to coaching. That I like. But hold on a second, Sean Payton. You and Drew Brees won one Super Bowl. By the way, the over-under for the Broncos is 8.5, and, and for the Jets, it's 9. Okay. So I'm, I'm just saying I would take the Jets. I think Sean Payton needs to, um, in my opinion, I need to see that Sean Payton is a great coach again. He was a great coach when he won a Super Bowl. But you know what? As Drew Brees broke every passing record in the history of the NFL, they didn't get back to the Super Bowl. There was controversy along the way. See the Rams game, yeah, obviously. That one, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But seriously, like he won a Super Bowl a long time ago. So what? Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl a long time ago. Big deal. Yeah, but he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. How do we how do we judge well, that? Because people that know like the quarterbacking part of it particularly will tell you he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. Uh, okay, if you say so. But um, I mean, Keyshawn says it. Well, that's one guy. I mean, and I, I, he's not the only one. Well, look, um, Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, this guy had Drew Brees. I, 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 Sean to Payton defend Brees. Sean Payton a little bit, I mean, he won games with what's a Taysom Hill and stuff as quarterback. Yeah, you know I'm saying they're they're coordinator. He won with Jameis Winston. A guy like Pete Carmichael, his offensive coordinator. For if Jameis Winston doesn't creative. get hurt, they make the playoffs with Jameis Winston. When everyone thought Jameis Winston was a bust. Okay, so. Listen, that so didn't he's happen. better than McCarthy. I, I will say. Okay, I mean, listen, you, you, I, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me which one. I'm saying to you, the two of them are the same. They both had no. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They both won a Super Bowl 10, 13, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, and they haven't done anything since. That's right. all. Yeah. Well, in that regard, yes. But when we get into the nuances of it, I don't believe they're the same. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask me a question. Yeah. Will Russell Wilson and Sean Payton mm-hmm. win a championship together? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, how old is Russ? Russ is probably 33-ish, 34-ish, I'm going to take a guess. Let me see. Check it. Check 34. It okay. 34. Mm-hmm. When is his birthday? Just to make sure. Got this right. Well, he's going to be 35 this year. Okay. So he'll be 35 at some point during the season. Is a 35-year-old Russell Wilson ever going to overtake a 27-year-old Patrick Mahomes? Uh, no, gonna... I think that's part of the problem. Like, I don't want to ever say never because you know I'm not I'm not an absolutist. I've heard this. Yeah. So I I just you know I don't want to say never, but I would I would bet against a championship. Yes, I would. Do you bet think against that, that the Broncos make the playoffs? Uh strange things happen in the NFL. Over the from one year to the next, like you know, there's always like four or five different teams that make the playoffs. All I'm saying to you is they got to deal with Kansas City. They do. They'll have to deal with San Diego, Cor- uh, the L.A. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and and you know they'll have to eventually. All right. Deal so with- let me look at this schedule here, real All right, quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Actually, we'll do it after Radio Tinder because I want right. to continue this discussion because yeah, the Jets coach Robert Sala went back oh, at dude. Sean Payton. He's awesome. That guy. All right? I, I love like this. I love when coaches talk trash. We haven't seen this in a long time. Yeah, because good. back in the day when I was a kid, you had like in Jimmy Johnson would talk about Buddy Ryan and Parcells and those guys. They'd all rip each other. It was great. I love when coaches rip each other. Yeah, this is and, good. you know, the good Lakers, drama. Phil, used to get into it with coaches all the time. Like, I miss that. So we'll get to Radio Tinder and we'll go back to the, the... 
Oh, Blake is after Radio Blake, Tinder. Then we'll get back to it. Six o'clock. Then we'll do it. So here's the deal. Radio Tinder's next. Then Blake, we got to talk Dodgers and mm-hmm. this whole Otani thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then football, Jack. Football. So there you go. All right. Uh, there's a liner you need me to read, Laura? <laughs> yeah. Saturday. Sedano and Cap. That's me and you. We'll Live from Rams training camp at 4 o'clock. Be there or be square. Aaron Donald will be joining us. Why is corporate Greg in this liner? I Li- couldn't understand it either, and I did a Ron Burgundy. Same I thing I asked, thing. too. Listen from 4 to 7 or be there at UC Irvine 4 to 7 on Saturday on 710 ESPN, the home of your Los Angeles Rams. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Thank you, Christopher. All right, guys. According to research compiled by Dojo, uh, the hardest restaurant in the world to get into is two hours outside of London, and it's called the Bank Tavern. The waiting time to putting a reservation now for a seat would be for four years. So if you put a reservation in today, you wouldn't get into uh, their restaurant until July 2027. We should make a reservation today, no doubt. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. We're not, right? we're not definitely going. Well, they're famous for their 30-day-aged beef roast and a slow-cooked pork belly, which sounds amazing. Uh, so you could wait four I, I years. I totally see Cappy just trying to like weasel his way in. <laughs> I know, right? I just show yeah, up right there. Slip him 100 I'm in the or house. something. Yeah, the what you, you could wait four years to get into a restaurant. Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy. No chance. I mean, listen, I, um, I have my parents in town. I keep mentioning this, you know, and... Um, I'm taking them to dinner on Friday night. So, where are you taking us? Yeah, that's it. and that's exactly what it is. So, you tell me. Where are we going? Okay. All right. Very nice. Lovely. So, I just made the reservations today. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday night. Right. This place is jam-packed. Right. It's a hard place to get a table. Yeah. You got to know the right people, right? Jack, yeah. You, so, so, I call the guy. Yeah. I say to the guy, hey. I'm bringing my mom and dad. I'm bringing Rubber or Rachel, the whole deal. I need a table at 7.30 on Friday night. That's a big request 24 hours in advance. Yeah. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm not waiting in line four years. I'm not planning my life around four years from now. Yeah. Why did you also wait to the last second? I don't know, George. I, I just am so unorganized, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, dude. That's why you have Rachel. Mm, well. I mean, I, even she's like, even she's like, have you made reservations yet? I'm like, no, I'll do it. Mm. I did. Mm. I got it done. Mm. Sedano? Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
I asked Funch, I was like, what if, let's just, you know, knock on wood, something were to happen to you, does somebody get your reservation? Like, can I'm you guessing you just it? get your, they just cross your name off the list or something, Dang. go to the next guy. No, you put it in your will. Yeah, I, um, when I lived in Miami, I used to know the, um, the guy who uh, ran Prime 112, mm-hmm. not the owner, like the guy was the, the like the GM or whatever. Mm-hmm, the guy. And it was, it was great because they used to own, I mean, for those that have ever been there, they own like a bunch of restaurants down there. They own Prime 112, Prime Italian, Prime Fish. Uh, they own like, um, there's a cool little diner they own. So yeah, it, back in those days, it would just be like, you, you know, because he was cool. Like it would just be like, you show up and be like, just have a drink. I got you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing at Joe Stone Crab, which is, as Cappy knows, another I famous restaurant down there. So I got hooked up. Well, I forgot what was his name. I'd have to text. Steve? No, the maitre Mike? d' there. <laughs> Bill? The maitre d' there. John? I could picture John. him. I could picture him. Glasses, <laughs> like uh, good looking dude. Oh, 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 oh. Buzz oh, cut. I, I know. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Michael. Uh, no. Michael Johnston? No, no. So anyway. Steven, <laughs> Steven Jones. He introduced me to the guy. He introduced? That's I name? got introduced to him by a guy. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, and he told me just you take care of him when you see him. Mm-hmm. Right when you come in, you shake his hand, you right. give a little twenty. Twenty. That's back it. Back then, twenty. Back, back then. then. Okay, I was about to say. Like twenty years ago. Twenty. Yeah, back yeah. then, twenty. Yeah, twenty now years ago. Now it's got to be more than that. Yeah. yeah. But back then it was like twenty. I would give him like forty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do like two twenties handshake, it's like good fellow. Be like, style. hey, brother, great to see you. Because I, you have to wait in line to check in, and then at Joe Stone Crabs, yeah. you know, no reservations. Mm-hmm. So, and then he'd be like, he'd be like, Georgie, how many? And I'd be like, Nah, it's me and the wife. We got some friends, whatever. It's like six. And he's like, Yeah, like twelve of us, nothing big. <laughs> no, I'd never do that. I would never. <laughs> That's do that. you, Cap. I would never. No, twenty. Hey, no more than six us. people ever. Okay? Yeah, that and six is yep. Yeah. And and I was like, and then it would be like, he's like, Go have a drink. I'll call you in a minute. Right. And that's it. But we weren't even done with the drinks. And like 20 minutes later, we'd have a seat. The general wait there was always like 90 minutes to two hours. And people would wait it. So I was know the right guy. So I was going to say, so there was a, me and Morales were Eddie, talking about this. Eddie was his name. Eddie. I wonder if he's still there. The guy with the glasses, right? Eddie? I should try to text yes. him. Hold oh, on. FaceTime him. No, I'm no. not FaceTiming him. Well. Because if he's still working, he's probably at the restaurant right now. Yeah, FaceTime no. him. So me and Morales were talking about this new brewery, Villains Brewing Company in Anaheim that we want to go to. Shout out to the owner, Josh. One of the owners, he listens. He's a huge listener of the show. Shout he out. loves you guys. And um, we were like, dude, we need to go. But the average wait time for there the is. brewery is like Ed two Joe hours. Stone is in my phone still. Ed Joe Stone. There yeah. you go. Anyways, I didn't wait two hours. <laughs> but it is a two-hour wait. Two-hour wait at a brewery. Wait four yeah, years, because, girl. No, but yeah, because it's new. They just opened, and they had like a soft opening on May 5th, and then they opened, I believe, last month. And I was like, yeah, it's two hours. Josh is like, don't trip. I got you. Don't trip but, at all. Yeah, it's. I don't do long waits like that. When's the next like big event at, in Miami? We should go there. Let's go. Oh, God, are you guys running Miami? It, Ooh, what, is like the college football playoff there soon? I don't know. Let's go. Let's just say it is and go. The Super Bowl, Super Bowl is Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. Vegas next year, as in Vegas this upcoming year, yeah. Correct, Jeez, as in wow. the, right, as in in February though. And it's a CBS Super Bowl, isn't it? Ah, does it sound right? Well, it's important to know because when Jim Nance gets that tequila mandala, you know there could be some fifty yard line seats for us at the Super Bowl, buddy. Why don't we just go for Boat Week? I'll go for Boat Week. Oh, to Miami? It's during the All Star game. Ga- I've never been to Miami. It's oh, always dude. during the All-Star Week. Dude, we should do a Sedano and Cap Week in Miami. With just, like, know. listeners? No, 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 just us. Oh, 2020, the 2025 season, so that's not 
this se- this season they're playing in Houston. Mm-hmm. Next year the college football playoff is in Atlanta, and then the year after that is in Miami. Ooh, Atlanta. Right, we got to figure something else. So out. if like no Lincoln Riley right and company make the uh, make the game, you know, championship game, let's do it. No, we just need to go down there and just do it regardless. You're saying like a listener trip? That, Listen, that no, we can't a, do. I don't think we have a, enough insurance for yeah, that. To no. be honest. <laughs> well, Plus, a, cer- you guys a circle go. of trust. We'll tell you where we're going to be. You come on down. <sighs> oh wow, Sedano science and, stereo and Laura at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. In stereo. Yeah. All right, what else All right what's got, next, Punchy? All right, guys. So Sedano's boy D Wade is getting inducted to the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he's choosing the answer, Allen Iverson, to induct him. Yep. Really. Yeah, so yeah, you have to choose a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So oh. say you guys get voted into the Radio Hall of Fame, you would choose each other to induct one another in the hall. Swipe left or swipe right, uh, Sedano. Mm. You know, I'm not. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cause any controversy, but you don't, yeah. You don't, you Here we are. Come on, George. Who you got? <laughs> who, who who would induct you? Well, it would have to be a Hall of Famer. Okay. Who you got? I, right. Well, I don't know. If those are those the same rules that apply? <laughs> I don't. Have, no. I don't know we'll just say anyone. We'll just say for, anyone. For this exercise, let's keep it to a Hall of Famer. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know who a Radio Hall of Famer is right now. Mason. No. Ireland. <laughs> their their whole point is that they're not in the, ma- I know. In the Hall I was, of Fame. I they're very trolling. upset about this. I was trolling a little bit. Um. um Big boy. Is you know what, Cappy? You'd be in consideration. How about Thank that? Thank you. Thank you. I would just say you're at least in consideration. Top I would five. Summar- Top five. I would not summarily dismiss you. I like not being summarily dismissed. Yeah. He's in. He, he yeah. He's in the final. He's in like that. That three to five cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're in my three five three to five cut too. There you go. Yeah. I just got to kind of figure out who's mm. two and one. Mm. You know, and then I got to weigh my options. Right. The Jim Nance. I was going to say Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Yeah. I'm here today mm. to induct a young man into the radio. Maybe Hall I would ask fame. D. Wade to do it. Oh. What about A-Rod? Or A-Rod. Oh. It's true. Yeah, they like trump that. you, Cappy. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. You know? Bigger name on the other line. What about Troy it. Aikman for you? Right? You, you and him have a horse together or whatever. Right? Yeah. Now that me and Troy are so tight. There you go. That's a good one, Troy like Aikman. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, yeah, that's um, that's a good question. Steve I don't know. Harvey. He's Steve in the radio. Well, I don't know Steve Harvey, Harvey though. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, it should be someone you know. You know? No, man. Go guns blazing. Yeah, I'm your No, man, it can't Harvey. be just some random person you don't know. Right, you know well, what I mean? We got to go on fire. How about Ric Flair? Woo! There you go. Uh, all right, what's next? All right. Um, so about a couple weeks ago, I, me and a wife, you went to Vegas. Okay. Uh, we drove on a Friday afternoon. We got close to Baker. Then we heard some flap, a flapping sound against a tire. Uh oh. We had pulled over pretty much in Death Valley, like right before Baker, and we couldn't diagnose the problem. So we got the car towed Oof. from Baker all the way back home. No, 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 to Ve- to Vegas. Oh, you went to Vegas. Went Smart to Vegas. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. yes, I, I I feel like if we went back, we weren't going to go on our trip. So right. we went forward. Right. Um, How'd you guys get there? What was that? Well, they took the car on a flatbed. Yeah, they put and it in. What did you? you do? Oh, yeah. So we got to Vegas, and my no, no, friend. How there? did you get oh, there? Oh, we from took there? a toad. A toad. We were in oh, a the tow, tow truck. took you. Yeah, the tow truck. We were, we're in the tow truck. Were you in car on the flatbed, or were you in the tow truck? We were in a tow truck. We were in a tow truck in the back with seat. With the guy. With the guy, yes. Yeah. That's insane. Go yes, ahead. for like about 100 miles. They got oh an Uber. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Exactly, right? That's actually a good, smart idea. You're already paying the guy to tow. Exactly. might as well give you the ride. I know. So we saved on some gas, too. So, right. So my friend, he knows a lot of 
out about cars. He diagnosed it. He saw a a uh, panel loose at at the bottom. Right. So he mm-hmm. kind of screwed it in, and blah blah blah. We continued on our trip and did our vacation. We weren't going to go back because this is our vacation. We've been planning it since January. Whatever we wanted to go. So you let transportation problems stop your vacation plan. Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy. Oh no, I'm not going to let transportation problems take me off track. No, no, no. So you, if you have a problem, like, you know, listen, you go to the airport and your flight gets canceled and there are no other flights to get to where you want to go, you start thinking about, well, how else can I get there? You know? Now, if I have to drive cross-country, that could put a real damper on things. But I'm with you, Funch. I'm, I'm forging forward. Yeah, of course. You've been planning this thing for months. You got AAA, dog? I did. I, I have AAA, so I, it was free. Oh wow! Yeah. And you got a free ride. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it was like two hundred miles. It was like a two hundred mile, you know, radius or whatever I had. Yeah. And gotta have. It was like hundred miles. Gotta have it. For you. Yep. Yeah. Get got that to, man. platinum one. That's what my dad has. So, Dono, do transportation problems stop your vacation? Um. No, historically, I, I feel like if I've had like some sort of issue, like car just, problems, whatever. Um, I'm trying to think. Have I had car problems? I don't think I've had car problems on a road trip that I can recall off the top of my head. Um, and then, you know, just like canceled flights, to Cappy's point. Or even, like just, a, or even just missing a flight? Um, I've never... Oh, no, that's not true. I missed a flight once. And it was... I think the day after a Super... Oh, it was the day after the whole uh, Janet Jackson Boobygate Super Bowl. And in Houston... <laughs> The line that they, for whatever reason, this might have been the first time they had the Super Bowl there in a really long time. So, in Houston, yeah, it was actually, I think, the first time it was there. Oh, really? I think so. So, the airport to get out was insane the next morning. Where like we, a it two was hour like wait, two to TSA. hours wait at TSA, yes, oy, and, oy. and and so, and back then, I don't even know if there was such a thing as TSA pre check. Hmm? Um, it's like 2003 or whatever it wasn't. It was. I, right. There wasn't, right? Right. So everybody had to wait, and it was a complete disaster. Um, that's the only time I've missed a flight. So it was after a Super Bowl. I came close once in Canada, but luckily I have the. Um, it was on the way back home, so I global have like entry. the global entry, right? So I was able to get back in. I was on the quick line, and Paul Pierce, my colleague uh, <laughs> at the time, um, had to wait in the regular line. I was like, "Hey, Paul." How's it back there? <laughs> All right, point of information on the city of Houston. Three Super Bowls of the 56 Super Bowls that have been played. Super Bowl eight must have been played right. in the Astrodome. Right. And that was a long one. one. No, that might have been about. outdoors too, Super Bowl eight, but it was probably at an old stadium, like Rice Stadium, I'm guessing. The one you're talking about was Super Bowl 38. Super Bowl eight had to have been at Rice Stadium. Yeah, 38 is the one you were talking about, though. Correct. Mm-hmm. It was at Rice Stadium, by the way, the one you were talking that? about. How about that? Yeah. So there you have it. All right. That is Radio Tinder, which went very long, but, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? It's really good, though. I mean, yeah, I thought it was all right. It's award-winning. It is award-winning. And it's brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila as well. Mm -hmm. Made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right. Baseball. Trade deadline. Couple days away. Dodgers have already made some moves. The Angels... Oof, are flirting with disaster here, potentially, because of Otani's injury after not trading him. Our guy Blake Harris joins us next. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we can build this thing together, stand and stop forever. Nothing's gonna stop us now. And God, if I hope this, this, hit, this world is not in my head the rest of the day. Lovers, we'll still have oh, each other. Nothing's gonna stop us. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Oh, oh, oh. You notice I didn't sing there. Why? Don't you like this song? I don't like this song. Who doesn't I, like this song? I don't, what? I don't like it. What? It's like, the, it's like, like the prototypical '80s song. I don't know. I find I always, for some reason, found this song to be annoying. And don't I'm remember that movie, that, Mannequin. Yeah, I know. I feel like. It's oh, I was going to ask him. Yeah, no way he was going to guess that. Yeah. yeah, no, Mannequin. I wasn't getting. Who's and we've mannequin? actually was asked that? you that before, which is why I wanted to ask Man, you really? again. Who is that? Is, is Tom Hanks a mannequin? Andrew McCarthy. Oh, Andrew McCarthy. And Kim Cattrall. Yeah, your girl from Sex and the City. Right. A dirty one. Yes, Captain. A hot one. All right, Blake Harris joins us now. What's up, Blake? What up, guys? How you doing? You guys, you guys are talking about a lot of movies and songs that sounded a little before my time. They were definitely before your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you've recovered from COVID because you had COVID again recently, as you mentioned. Who still gets COVID? Blake did. That's a, That's what I want to know. Apparently, uh, if you go to Portland, I guess it's a hot spot because I oh. came back. I got it. And I gave it to my girlfriend, so I guess the silver lining was uh, I didn't have to quarantine myself from her, so we just pretty much battled through it together. And uh, we really caught up on Vanderpump rules, uh, so that was, I guess, a positive about COVID. So we're all caught up, and that was a good time. All right, so hey, Balake, let me uh, ask you about the moves that the Dodgers made this week. I'll start with Kike. So I don't really think that they're getting a player that's going to help them win a World Series per se. Yeah, by the way, Blake Harris is our Dodger baseball insider, joins us every Thursday at approximately 545. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Blake H. Harris. Subscribe to his Substack, which is where he's doing the Lord's work, particularly on the Dodgers. And subscribe to his podcast, Inside the Ravine. Go ahead, Well Kevin. said, well said. Kike Hernandez, though, while he may not come and have like an everyday role, did you see the video from yesterday when he got into the dugout and he's doing his dance down the dugout? Did you see that? I did, and I, I think that's half of the reason that's they why. Kike back. Right, because he's, and George laughs at me every time I say this, Kike Hernandez, like a Max Muncy, like a Justin Turner, you got to have certain guys that are heart and soul guys. Exactly, and that's what the Dodgers have been missing the last couple of years. It's what this team was missing in October when they lost to the Padres, they just didn't have that guy that could get everyone going in the dugout, in the clubhouse. And I know Kike's production isn't where it's been in years past, 
But he's coming over. He's going to be a bench piece, gets a couple starts a week. But as you saw, yeah, that video yesterday, he's going crazy in the clubhouse. Everyone's loving it. So I think by bringing TK back, I think it's going to boost, you know, the morale in the locker room and get the Dodgers going. And plus, they could tap into potential of what he did a couple years ago. I know the hitting coaches already said they're working with some things so they could try to get his swing back to what it was in 2020. Uh, as far as Ahmed Rosario, what, what, are, what are the Dodgers getting there? Yeah, that's a really interesting one because, at least with TK, I figured he's probably replacing Yoni Hernandez when it comes mm-hmm. to that kind of role. With Ahmed Rosario, I didn't really see the need for him because they already have a shortstop. I guess if you want to look at it this way, he is fantastic against left-handed pitching. He's hitting above 300 against lefties, has a WRC plus of 130, which is 30% higher than league average. So you're essentially getting a hitter that is twice as good as Miguel Rojas. Defensively, however, he's supposedly the worst defensive shortstop in baseball. So if I were to guess, he's going to be getting more starts, but maybe by the seventh or eighth inning, they'll be doing defensive switches to get Miguel Rojas in there. But I think Ahmed Rosario is probably going to be an everyday guy, at least against lefties. You know, all this talk about Nolan Arenado, George brought it up last week. And, I mean, George said, hey, we, we came up with this last week. And, no, smart guy, you came up with it last week. I didn't have Nolan Arenado on my Dodger radar. You think that is, is a possibility? And, and don't you feel like the Dodgers should be thinking more pitching? It is a little bit interesting because I agree. Pitching is the number one priority, especially starting pitching. But the Nolan Arenado thing, that's something weeks and weeks ago on Inside the Ravine I brought up because – I thought the, ba- the president of baseball operations for the Cardinals had a couple interesting quotes when it came to their trade deadline. And I said, I think Nolan Arenado might be in play. And today there was the report in the LA Times that the Dodgers are checking in on him, that he's going to waive his no trade clause only for the Dodgers. And it sounds like if they make this trade, and I actually did an article on this the other day, I think the Dodgers should overpay, get Arenado, but get Jack Flaherty, get Jordan Montgomery. And I think the article in the LA Times mentioned they would get at least one of those starting pitchers. So, Although I, I think Nolan Arenado would make the Dodgers that much better, if they are trading for him, it seems insane for the deal to at least not include one of those starters. But I think there's a chance it can include both. Mm. All right. So, um, I mean, month? you want me to come in at all? I'm, I'm waiting just, for you, but I'm looking at you. You're busy. You, well, you, you, I, I wasn't busy. I started, checking, I, like I started checking my phone because you were just like, firing off questions like you well, had some like baseball Tourette's or something. And I'm looking at you like you're doing something on your phone, so maybe you got no, something more important no, going on. Maybe uh, on the contrary, I was ready to, to jump in after the first question, and then you kept talking. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll just look at something else. I was filling dead air, that's all. <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> George, I'll talk to you, man. I got no problem talking to you. Cappy well, and I had our little moments, our one-on-one, but I'm opening to you now. We can finish this. Guy yeah, right I'm out now. now for the next three. Oh, minutes. I mean, I'm just—it's fine. I mean, we only have three minutes left with the kid, so you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> now, in regards to their pitching situation, as I believe you guys were alluding to, I mean, you can make a mega deal with the Cardinals to make that happen, correct? Yeah, you, you can make a mega deal happen. Like I said, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, those two guys are probably the two best starters that are on the market. Now that Lucas Giolito, in a complete shock of a trade last night, went to the Los Angeles Angels. I thought he was the number one pitching target, and I thought the Dodgers were probably going to get him. So, yeah, all of a sudden now, unless you know the Padres decide to sell last minute, the Cardinals have the two best starters on the market. So, yeah, if you're, if you're trading for Nolan Arenado, you might as well get the two best starters that they have to offer. So – you mentioned Giolito, who went um, to the Angels of all places, right? I mean, that's. Um, yeah. Why do you say it like that? Of all places, why do you say it like that? Because it seems like the Angels are making this push 
when I don't know if it's the most prudent thing to do, but maybe I'm the idiot and they end up laughing at all of us because if they make, you know, if they end up winning like and getting to the playoffs, then I guess it's all worth it. But, but what if they? But what if they don't? But they've proven to Otani that we're serious about winning, and he decides yeah, to stay in Anaheim. I don't know, man. I don't know if that's enough to get. I mean, if what? Okay, so if they miss the playoffs, you're saying like you think that he's just going to be like, oh, cool, you tried. Well, let's first see, and Blake jump in here. But, you know, what happened to Yeah, what happened? I thought I was talking to Blake. I thought you, you were, were done. But I didn't really understand. Like, of all people, like, why would we not give the Angels at least a little bit of credit for trying? You know, they said that they're going to keep Otani. Now they're going to show Otani, hey, we're serious about winning. Okay, Blake, your turn. Go ahead. Well, I just figured that, they, first of all, Giolito would go for more than just the Angels prospects is mm-hmm. my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show maybe that the Dodgers weren't interested in Giolito. Again, maybe they're all focused on the Cardinals. But yeah, I, I was shocked with the Angels, but I will tip my hat. You know, yesterday it came out that they're going to keep Shohei. Then they just go out and they trade their number two and their number three prospect for Giolito, which if the Dodgers would have traded their number two and number three prospect for Giolito, people would be at Dodger Stadium right now demanding Freeman to give answers because that would have been quite the overpay. Uh, Yeah, uh, but I I think part of that is because if you look at the Angels – you know, in regards to like their farm system, like I would, you know, the Dodgers have the second best farm system in the sport. You know what I mean? Like, whereas yeah, I would, it is a bit different. Yeah, right. The Angels number two prospect would be like the Dodgers number six prospect. So yeah, I guess in a way, but I'm sure that the White Sox probably would have tried to please the, uh, you know, please them just a little, but who knows again, maybe, maybe the Dodgers have a master plan together, but I, I can hats off to the Angels, but I, I was pretty blown away to see Giolito. Yeah, going I, I just think this this can end epically bad, where they end up giving they away can. their their some of their future um, yeah. for for a guy in Giolito who's good but not great. Like he's good, don't get me wrong, but he's not great. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then they end up losing Otani and not making the playoffs. Like if all that goes wrong, it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna look back and go, what the hell were you guys thinking for the last year? But if it goes the opposite direction. Which sure. is he stays I, and he signs and they start to show signs of improvement and they become contenders, then they did the right thing. Do you trust them to do that considering their history? Not particularly, but okay. I actually can I, I can applaud them for trying. Okay. Yeah. I mean the Padres tried and how'd that work out? Well, they beat the Dodgers in the playoffs last year. Right, but I'm saying this year they tried Terrible. some more, it's right? An embarrassment. Right, that's my point. It's an embarrassment. Is right, what it is. and beating the Dodgers in the playoffs—that's like the Clippers beating the Lakers, like we that's talked exactly about yesterday. That's precisely what it is. Yeah, doesn't mean anything if you don't win anything. No, but I mean that is the answer to your question. Right, but doesn't it, it, it amounted to very little? Is the point? No doubt about it. So that's why if I'm the Angels, I'm like, eh. no, if I'm I mean, the Angels, I'm have, going for it. You have an impulsive owner. It is what it is. All right, Blake, we got to roll. Goodbye, Blake. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you. Love you, buddy. There he is. Blake Harris. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake H. Harris. Subscribe to his Substack, Blake Harris Substack. And Inside the Ravine is the podcast. Love that kid. Cappy, all of a sudden, like Tom Verducci during this segment. Jeez. No, like, um, not Tom Verducci, the other guy. What's Tim Ken Kirchin? Rosenthal? Oh. Uh, like Ken Rosenthal all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, right. I guess. See? The Hebrew brother. Correct. Uh, hey, never miss a moment of the show. Sit down and cap. You can always listen to the podcast on the new ESPN LA app or wherever you find your podcast. Brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions all summer long. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. All right, what you need to know, and we'll get back to Sean Payton causing a ruckus about Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets coach all getting pissed off. All that's next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.